Welcome back. Uh, Allie, we spent the first half of the show, segment one there, talking, kind of got ourselves into the growing season here now. And, and Allie, as we think about when is this disease going to set in, when should we start looking for it? Uh, why don't you give us a little bit more insights on that? Yeah, Josh. So tar spot, generally disease development is going to start around that flowering and tassel time, um, starting to see those visual symptoms. So that's not to say that you couldn't see um, this infection starting to occur a little bit earlier, maybe around that V8, V10 leaf stage time. And another important fact when we talk about when is this going to set in, when are we going to start to visually see this, the most common disease you're going to see setting in at the same time is going to be a rust. So that's why it's also important that we can distinguish um, tar spot be- between a rust and what that looks like on those leaves. So I just wanted to make sure I was also pointing out one more time if we were to scratch that leaf surface, if it's a rust on those leaves that you're visually observing, you're going to be able to scratch that right off. If you're visually observing tar spot, um, you're really not going to be able to scratch off those raised bumps. So just a nice distinction point there. So that's when you're going to start to uh, visually see some of these symptoms. Josh, as we look at, we see these symptoms are there. How, conc- how concerned should we be? What could this economic impact look like? Well, yeah, and I think this is probably, you know, um, one of the most important important points of the, the whole disease and why we're maybe utilizing an entire show here to talk about this. But is if, as we talk to our, our colleagues across the river alley, if we look, look back to the 2018 growing season, you know, they do replicated on-farm PK trials just like we do here in southeast Minnesota. And, and along with having a lot of grower reports from the field, but we saw yield losses uh, up to 50% yield loss from tar spot in extreme conditions. So certainly... When you do look at the potential severity of this disease, um, when you start talking about 50% crop loss, it's something that we can't just kind of, you know, wait till we see this or wait till it happens. You know, we really need to start, you know, our goal of the show is to get it, get it out there, start thinking about it, um, learning about the management practice. So hopefully we don't run into some of these situations where we encounter yield losses up to 50%. And when we think about management, obviously there are management practice here, Allie, how do we ensure that we don't run into some of these situations of severe uh, yield loss? What are some management practices we can, we can utilize here in Southeast Minnesota? Yeah, Josh. So the first thing that comes to my mind would be the addition of a fungicide treatment. We have seen very positive results from the addition of a fungicide in cases where tar spot has started to enter into the canopy. Um, But certainly another thing to take consideration is when you're looking at selecting a fungicide in terms of making these applications, you aren't going to notice tar spot on the label in terms of having that control from that fungicide. But don't let that deter you. We are seeing very positive results from those fungicide applications. Another thing that's important to mention is that these positive results we're seeing, all of these cases would be where we've made a VT or tassel application. That's where we're seeing that most positive response from fungicide applications. So really, when you look at controlling this, if you're going to add the addition of a fungicide, make sure you're hitting it within that VT R3 application window. Another thing that comes to my mind, anytime we're talking about a disease that's going to overwinter in the residue, um, rotation and tillage are things that are are certainly probably going to pop into your mind. Um, We haven't at this point maybe seen a huge effect um, of that tillage and rotation in terms of the effect on it having in that tar spot severity in the years to come. But like I mentioned, anytime we talk about that overwintering in the residue, that's something that's going to have some sort of an effect um, on this disease. As we move forward, Josh, maybe walk us through what is the most important thing that we're going to want to consider around management? Yeah, and we briefly referenced this uh, on last week's episode, Allie, but certainly uh, we have seen that commercial hybrids, uh, their susceptibility to tar spot varies dramatically. So certainly uh, hybrid selection is, is going to be front and center. 
Uh, the one thing that's, you know, well, maybe not a good thing, but one of the advantages we have here in southeast Minnesota, Alley is as some of our colleagues and neighbors to the east have dealt with this disease, you know, a lot of our hybrids that, that, that cross over, they've got a lot of good observations and a lot of good information uh, that we can utilize. And I know we've mentioned our agronomy summary book that is printed. Um, if you do get a copy of that, we do have pretty much our, a majority of our lineup kind of scored as, as the best and, and very strong and which ones are still, you know, maybe some strengths of this disease. And certainly if you get a copy of that as you're making some hybrid selections, uh, certainly get a chance to look at that because certainly in a lot of cases, hybrid selection is going to be number one, and that's probably going to be your best way to avoid uh, some of those 30, 40, 50% yield loss situations is strictly a good variety selection, which a lot of growers are making those decisions for next year now. And uh, certainly ask questions as you're looking at it. Hey, do you got some observations? And, um, you know, reach out to your sales rep or ourselves, and we can help you point you in the directions to which ones uh, are the strongest in that regard. Because anytime, Josh, I think you're looking at a relatively new disease, the more information you can have, the more perspectives in terms of picking those uh, right hybrids as you, as you move into next year are going to be really important. Yeah, and, and that's what's exciting is is thankfully for here we have all that information and that we don't got to kind of be the, you know, maybe the guinea pigs that deal with these big losses. Hopefully we can stay proactive, uh, stay ahead of this disease. And I think if we look at all that, um, I think we can, you know, hopefully mitigate the, the impact of this disease long term and hopefully lead to another successful 2020 growing season. You've been listening to Today in Agronomy on KFIL AM 1060. If you've missed part of the show or want to hear more, check out the show page at kfilradio.com or with the 103.1 KFIL app. Stay connected with Allie and Josh on Twitter. It's at Allie G-Wise, W-I-S-E, and at Josh Schaffner to submit your questions for the show. Tune in next Wednesday for the next Today in Agronomy on KFIL AM 1060. We'll see you at 11 a.m.